This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Swinging Through Comics. Visit mjmunoz.com slash STC for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. This is Swinging Through Comics episode 66, and I am talking about the rise of Ultraman number one. And I wanted to talk to you about... Uh, I'll, I'll talk about the cover first before I talk about who's making this thing. So I really like this cover. This bat kaiju on here is really cool. I don't know if it's from the shows or not, uh, but it's pretty neat. Although it's, it's weird. It's almost like a it's like a starfish with a bat head. And it looks really great on the cover here. Uh, and it looks a little less great in the actual book. But that's okay because uh, it's still a really neat design. It's just it's like so weird. It almost, it almost doesn't work. So the writers on this were... Um, Kyle Higgins and Matt Groom, the artist was Francesco Mana, and uh, Espen Grudadurden was the color artist, and that was for the main story. Uh, Fall, or From Rise to Fall, I guess is the story. It's Higgins and Groom again, Eduardo Ferrigato uh, is the artist, and the um, color artist was Mar Marcelo. Uh, you know, I gotta rewind this, hold on real quick. And I don't wanna neglect the, uh, the cover artists were Arthur Adams and Rochelle Rosenberg. So, yeah, like I said, it's a good cover, uh, very effective, very cool stuff. I I don't know how the art was split between the two of them, but they were the artists for the cover, so there's that. So I have to say I was a little bit surprised by this issue because I did not expect it to be, um, well, I don't know quite what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be good, and overall it was good, but there was a little bit of stuff in it that kind of weighed it down for me, and I guess uh, that's, that's what we got to get into, right? Marcelo Costa did the uh, was the color artist on From Rise to Fall, and then Kaiju Steps. The writers were uh, Kyle Higgins and Matt Groom, and uh, Guru Hiru was the artist on that. So uh, that's the uh, credits for everybody. Oh, letters are uh, Ariana Mar, and I think that's it. So yeah, that's that's who was responsible for this thing. So I I still have a problem with Manaz. Uh, faces at certain angles. They just look weird to me. They feel weird to me. I don't like them. Like, the sequential art is good. The poses are good. But just something about the way the faces get twisted and, like, the features kind of deform at different angles just drives me nuts. Uh, also, I don't really understand why Shin was yelling at his dad. Um, you know, he yells, I'm Ultraman! And, like, therefore you should know that Ultraman is a good guy and we can trust him and he's here to save us and things like that. And I think there's maybe something there more interesting. But, I don't know, um... Higgins and Groom are trying to go with some nuanced point about the human experience that I don't quite get, and I hope it shapes up throughout the rest of the, the series, and I guess this is why it's called The Trials of Ultraman, and again, I don't know if it's going to be a, a full series or a mini-series or whatever, but like, the idea that these, um, one of the things that bothered me most was the idea is that these hippies in Southern California were being mean to a, a Vietnam vet, I would assume, in 1970, or maybe a guy going off to Nam. He's got long hair and a beard, so he looks more like a vet than a somebody who's about to enlist, you think he'd be gung-ho, and he looks, you know, a little older, and he pulls a knife on them and stuff, which I would think he'd get from being a GI, and just the way he looks, he looks like a wanderer or something, so he's like a Vietnam veteran who's been hurt by the war, who's been hurt by the, uh, the acts of the empire, the United States sending all these American men to be killed in this stupid proxy war against the communists, uh, which I'm now no friend of the communists, but a proxy war against them is stupid, especially because it led to so much death and destruction and pain and suffering, and, like, that guy being attacked by these you know, Southern California hippies who didn't serve, like, that just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel true or accurate. And I don't know what side anybody's coming from politically, and I don't want to assume anything, but, like, I like the idea that a soldier uh, becomes a... especially a soldier from such a bad war 
becomes a uh, like a focal point for this hate and negativity that the kaiju feed on and that enables them to grow stronger and more powerful and eventually cause you know the kaiju crisis or whatever but the fact that hippies uh, did it by being mean to him uh, and like physically assaulting him that just doesn't work for me and I say hippies they were long-haired guys in the 70s I think most guys had their hair longish in the 70s so maybe they're not hippies but that just it just rings it just it just doesn't make sense to me like <laughs> if you showed him at like the VA you know, with an amputated leg or something, and he was being abused or, like, not taken good care of and he was resentful because of that, that would make a lot more sense. I mean, there's there was a whole crisis with uh, Walter Reed in, you know, modern times, and, like, the Iraq and Afghanistan war veterans are not being properly treated, and uh, they're being serviced by other veterans who are there just doing a job and just punching a clock, and I even know uh, someone who's a Navy veteran, and he says, um, like, yeah, you go down there, those guys... Uh, like they don't care about the job they're getting paid anyway it's like uh, in a small way the some jobs in the military at least some out of it could be the whole thing or kind of like a almost like a, a different version of welfare or like a, like a small-scale communism type thing and I've heard a lot of I've heard that complaint from a, a few vets and uh, you know, like there's no incentive to do your job well because you can't get fired and you're guaranteed this job uh, for different reasons and it's it's just interesting so like I could see that being a focal point and that being an angle but I don't think that's the angle being taken so like I don't know I, I kind of have to wonder like do they know any vets are they vets themselves do they know uh, anybody who's been through the system and know what it's like because uh, just from my tangential knowledge of because uh, I don't talk to people who are vets like, hey, so how was it in the war? Because that's that's not cool to do. My grandpa was actually a, a Vietnam vet. He's died for almost, he's been dead like 10 years now, uh, sadly, but um, should have lived a lot longer. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. But uh, he was a Vietnam vet. And other than he had some PTSD that, you know, like stories in the family I heard about, uh, I don't know anything because I never asked him because uh, it sounded like from my mom and my aunt's accounts of things that it was too traumatic and too terrible and I didn't want to, you know, cause the old man harm by, uh, by uh, you know, being a, a punk kid asking questions about it because, uh, you know, he's my grandpa and I love him. So anyway, um, so I just I wonder where that's coming from. That's that's not my biggest complaint. I, I'm more bothered by the art. But uh, I also read Radiant Black 2 by by uh, Higgins and some stuff rang weird in it to me. And it's like, are these like uh, Trump? Not Trump. I, that was a, that was a slip of the tongue. Are these like troop slash cop slash flag slash whatever supporters? Because like, uh, you know, I have no problem supporting like the idea of America. I think the American ideal is very beautiful, but it's uh, there's a lot of problems, a lot of flaws that we should acknowledge so that we can take care of them. Kind of like how Shin Hayata, to bring this all back, wants the USP to update their uniforms and be public and have uh, it publicly known that there's this Ultraman who's trying to help people and who's trying to make everything good because you have to face problems head on. You have to face the darkness. You have to face the pain. You have to face the negativity within yourself head on or you can't grow. You can't change. You can't make things better. It causes things to fester and become worse. And that's, that's the truth. That is the truth. Even if people don't want to face it. And that's a, I don't know. That's the truth you need to face, I guess. <laughs> anyway, that's enough negativity for now. I don't want to feed the kaiju. Uh, so I liked this, uh, like the, the underwater battle was cool, except I wish the kaiju was a little, a little, I don't know, a little different, like I said earlier, but anyway, um, it had good movement. It had, um, like a lot of energy in it. Uh, there's these really cool, uh, like pop-up panels that they're doing at these weird angles and stuff where you can feel Ultraman is winding up and then he dives towards the kaiju and he's like 
rocketing it to the bottom of the ocean and it was it was a cool it was a cool scene it was very very nice looking uh i really felt the the momentum and uh, i like how the shot was framed so that was definitely good um i gotta say some of the action in here is really fantastic and just like the like the I don't know, the form of the drawings themselves is all really good. It's just some detail stuff I don't like. So, <laughs> uh, and also, also the coloring is really good too. Very, I don't know, it feels moody even though I know it's just underwater. So it's not like a mood. It's just, it's a different place. Um, and then we got this old old German lady. I don't remember her name. She's like Commander, you know, Hergensturgen or something. And, <laughs> sorry. Um, like I see that she's faking in a wheelchair. I didn't catch that till I was going through again the second time um, to... Uh, to grab images and stuff because I just I read it first and then I, I went back through for images but anyway when I went through the second time I noticed she's not in her wheelchair and that was pretty cool and uh, she's the lady from the Ultra Q special who well go back to Ultraman uh, Rise of Ultraman issue one if you want to see that it was, that Ultra Q story was super cool I loved Michael Cho's art in that anyway and the writing was good it was, it was Higgins and Groom again so um, get varying quality in some of these things or maybe it's like they're better suited to certain styles I'm not sure but um, you know it's not perfect but I do really like it I'm very positive about it but like this mysterious, you know, white dude of light that comes out of her eyes or doesn't come out of her eyes. Or, I'm not sure. Because like, they make him look like he's projected, but then where is he being projected from? That's kind of a, a silly detail. So, um, but like I said, I, I mostly like that. Uh, and that was kind of an interesting scene. It's building up the intrigue. There's a lot of setup going on here and I'm not sure. Um, I'm really not sure what's going on. I'm kind of that rise and fall or from rise to fall uh, section in the back was interesting. That's a back issue, right? Um, that was pretty interesting. I wonder, like, what's going to happen with that, you know, that weird lady. Uh, like, the Garuda sort of looking kaiju reminded me of, and maybe this is just because I was talking about it on Concrete Revolutio, um, how, uh, like, the original design for Ultraman was supposed to be like a, a Garuda or like an alien uh, or like a lizard type thing, um, which I guess, anyway. Um, so that kind of reminded me of that. And I thought that was a pretty cool... Uh, detail. I don't know that it's a, a nod to the original design of Ultraman or what, but I did notice that that little, uh, that sword that has a retractable blade on it that that lady got had a Q on it or something that looked very much like a Q, a broken Q. And it reminds me of Ultra Q and like, I wonder how they're going to tie all that stuff in because it seems like they're trying, I mean, Ultraman is technically, the original Tokusatsu is technically a sequel series to Ultra Q and I, I'm under the impression or I've, I've gathered stuff through looking at wikis and whatnot, that the actual, um, a bunch of kaiju from Ultra Q got re reused in Ultraman, which is a pretty cool, pretty cool detail. It, that's definitely something I would do. Um, uh, so that's kind of neat, but it seems like they're linking them together a lot more tightly uh, in this iteration of Ultraman, which is a lot of fun. I think they can probably benefit from that a lot, especially if they've been longtime fans and have really, uh, or like, you know, as they approach the project, decided to really dive deep into the lore and pull as much good out as they could. I'll just wrap up real quick and say I really did like the issue. I thought it was good. It was very entertaining. There's some stuff that I don't really want to talk about in, as far as judging. Like I kind of want to hold off judgment until the next issue uh, to see how it's dealt with there. But um, overall, very good. Definite recommend. Uh, it's on par with so far uh, the trials or sorry, the rise of Ultraman and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. So uh, that's going to be it for now. Uh, I've got a bunch of other stuff that I do. Go over to mgmunios.com. You can find it all there. You can chat with me on MeWe and on Twitter. 
and you can make you know, comments to me there or here where you see this. I'm trying to make Odyssey my primary video place. I'm gonna, my goal is to put all my new stuff there and then uh, I was supposed to be getting everything automatically backed up there but I might just have to manually do it. So uh, stuff will still go up on the other place, the more common place where I've been gaining some uh, subscribers but uh, I'd rather be on Odyssey because it's a more, it's a better platform, it's more secure uh, for me. My stuff's not gonna get pulled from there. I'm putting some exclusive stuff on there. Um, I'm reviewing Ultraman Z right now, and I'm putting some exclusive stuff up, up there, and uh, it won't get taken down by Subarai because they, they like to take things down. So anyway, go ahead and check all that out, and until next time, folks, take care, and remember, uh, or I want to leave you with peace and blessings, and I uh, want to say to you that you, uh, I encourage you to remember that you don't have to shout Henshin to be a hero.